pleasant and beautiful good afternoon or should we say good evening to you here right here on All Flavors Radio. Giving a big shout out to everyone in the chat room. Giving a big shout out to the worldwide crew so it may be day or night where you are. The love will still always flow, you know. And at the top of the hour, we had your results are your mirror or are a mirror. So the results of the things that we do is a mirror of how far or not how so far or not so how far that we've gone or coming or going in life, Mm -hmm. as well as how we are growing in within ourselves and how we are growing within the things that we're doing. Also giving a big shout out to the TikTok crew. How y'all doing? Great to have you all on board. And like we say, please, if you want to come and chat with us in the chat room, uh, you can always do that via www.allflavorsradio.com. Okay, so yes, wonderful to have you all on board. Tune in, chat room, worldwide, TikTok, and all of you silent listeners too. I am Wimbo77. And good evening, I am KJB. Hey, KJB, how are you hey, doing? Hey, I'm good, how are you? Yes, I'm good. My, my, my vocal seems to be a little bit husky today for some reason, not sure as to why that is. Um, we are on our six weeks holidays at the moment, mm-hmm. actually. And mm-hmm. the weather in the UK, what has happened to all the sunshine? Uh, but the upshot is, the upshot is that towards the end of the week, we're going to get some sunshine. Oh, let's hope that sunshine. that's true. Let's hope that's true because we've got to top up on the town. You've got to top up on the menolin, you know. So important. So big shout out to all the DJs right here on All Flavours mm-hmm. Radio. We will be giving you all a shout out very shortly. But first, KJB. Yes, what, madam. What, 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 what is our question for this evening? You know, we always like our questions. Yes, we do. Okay, do you think that 15 minutes cities will be a good thing? Right, so or will they be a thing? And we're going to go into oh, your comments. Thing, we're yeah. going to go into your comments because quite shockingly, this has been rolled out, these 15-minute cities. We're going to go in and see what they are. We're going to see if they are going to be a thing and how these 15-minute cities will affect us wow because they are going to affect all of us okay so 15 minutes cities are they really a thing and if so how are they going to impact on us Mm. Mm. but on w on the entrepreneur.com website Mm. found this great article okay it's a great article and the article it's highlighting do you want to become a millionaire Okay, so how to become a millionaire? Does that sound funny to you, KJB? You know what, it doesn't, because every, everybody, if you ask somebody, do you want to be a millionaire? Many people, nine out of ten people will say yes. Yes. You always get the odd one, obviously, that will question mm-hmm. it, which is mm. understandable, but most people would say yeah. Right, so if we do want to be millionaire, billionaire, whatever it is, how can we really do that how what's the best place to kind of look to become a millionaire 
the best ways to look at people who are millionaires. Excellent. That's right. Makes sense. So we're going to follow Warren Buffett's four rules. There's four rules here, which Warren Buffett says that if we want to become millionaires, you know, too many entrepreneurs are counting too heavily on company exit for their eventual win. But do this instead. Mm. And this is an article written by Cheryl Snap. And it's really opinions expressed by Warren Buffett, but her opinions expressed by entrepreneur contributors are their own, so forth. So they're saying um, she's looked into Warren Buffett, how he does things, and really, you know, how four, four things, four things that he says are what will create an impact on billionaires. Lily, join us. Oh, naturally, Lily's in the studio. Are you not going to stay with us, KJB? Or? No, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to do a substitution. Okay. All right, then. Because, right, so. because you are the main striker. Yes, today. Naturally, Lily is in the studio, too. So how many entrepreneurs are as confident now as they were before COVID-19 pandemic began? We know that the majority of S&P 500 are companies that began in down market. So when times are hard, 500 companies from the S&P 500 companies, a lot of them began when the markets were down, when times are really hard. And yes, the best entrepreneurs intuitively use hard times to lean in and listen even harder to their market and customers. So when things are hard, this is a time when entrepreneurs will look more at the market, more at their customers to say, you know, find innovating ways in which they can make their companies more resilient than ever. So for many of us, the current climate feels different. And we know that what the climate is like now, right? The exits many or even most are aiming for are now delayed or entirely different. So consumers are different in ways we could not have predicted and employees are different and even the fundamental forms of employment have changed. So we've got hybrid working. Hi, naturally, Lily. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. Yeah. Great to have you in with us. Um, we're just going into four. We, we, we're highlighting how people can become millionaires. Oh, OK. But this is based on, like I asked DJ KJB just then, if you want to become a millionaire or a billionaire, what do you have to do to, or where do you have to go to find the answers to it? Who would you watch? Um, there's loads of different people you can watch. Some some people would agree with who I would suggest and some people wouldn't. And then there's some like, um, oh, what's his name? Grant. Corden. Grant Cardone, yeah. yeah. And the guy that wrote the 10X rule. Yeah. Um, thanks, Dad. And there's another book I've been reading. Um, I can make you become I can make you rich. Yeah. Something like that. Um, which is not quite become a millionaire, but it is money management, learning how to manage your money. Um, but I think being a millionaire is a mixture of different things. I don't mm. just think because technically, we've all been millionaires. If you've worked long enough with a salary yeah, job, yeah. you technically have earned a million already. Um, but I think if you don't know how to hold on to your it's what you do with finances, what your earnings are. Yeah, that's where the mm. difference is. But we're looking here now today at Warren Buffett 
And there's four kind of tips that he gives because he he highlighted that too many entrepreneurs are counting too heavily on company exits mm. um, to so that means them selling up their company to make that that million as it were yeah but this is what warren buffett is really kind of encouraging us to do mm. so given this it's, it is still possible to become financially secure enough even to retire in this time of hardship as they say um this is what this lady who wrote the article cheryl snap has said from her perspective it's absolutely absolutely possible mm-hmm. um, but quite um through different methods than ones that we'd expect yeah so let's look at the four ways in which warren buffett speaks on okay let's highlight what warren buffett says and what's one of the first things he says we should do pay your savings first so as buffett has noted and demonstrated on mon- multiple occasions mm. you should pay yourself first by putting a portion of your funds away first mm. too many entrepreneurs go all in on the company and they create the company they create and live for the promise of the big exit. Mm. But then when it goes wrong or even worse, some fan founder, some founders have done this multiple times, an expert and friend who owns 29 companies, companies before the pandemic made a funny statement you can always tell the entrepreneurs in a room they have the biggest stories and then nearly inevitably they die broke sad isn't it that's That's really sad it's so funny because we did a business course over these past couple of days Mm -hmm. and one of the things when they spoke of in the cash flow was a contingency plan yeah so i mean that's something separate from our savings but it's true we're the ones doing the work so Mm -hmm. we should pay ourselves first Pay your sa- pay your savings first, and, and I, I think when you talk about savings, it's not just um, putting it in the bank to gain nothing. You have to find other different savings ventures, like mm. if different investments, not just putting it. When you pay yourself, you need to split up the money you're going to pay yourself with into different things that is going to make it worthwhile. Yeah, in the long run, this highlights that. St- statistically the people that are most financially secure are the ones you wouldn't expect and they are ordinary people mm-hmm. who practice financial discipline and they didn't wait to save and invest until they could afford it that would be a never yeah or when they exit the, the company so the ones that have stealthily been investing saving those are the ones that generally end up financially secure And this is with or without advisors. They calculated what they needed to retire on and learn to put away savings first, sometimes in hard to access CD or separate bank accounts. So Mm -hmm. this is money that you can't just go in and take out. Yeah. And they covered their needs and they use the smallest share of their funds to indulge in luxuries. Mm -hmm. So the smallest share that's what they allowed themselves. So you've got to allow yourself to have a little bit of fun with your money as well, right? Yeah, but I don't agree that it's the smallest share. Okay, but you're allowed to have some fun. You with should have, money. like, yeah, you should enjoy what you're what you're earning. Yeah. So the, the, I think the word there is financial discipline. Mm-hmm. So knowing what you're doing with your earnings. That's whether you're working or if you are an entrepreneur with your own business, self-employed. Knowing what to do with your money. Okay, so in a similar vein, she learned that an entrepreneur since childhood was homeless for an extended time in their teens and worked multiple part time jobs 
and were able to, well, you know, in their mid-60s, they retired 14 years and launched their own and exited multiple companies and continued to save and invest in stock and gold, real estate and other assets throughout. Mm. So savings. What's the next one, Kate? Um, <laughs> naturally, mm-hmm. Lily. Be careful about splurging on brands. This mm. I fully agree with. I don't believe in bringing a brand. Home. Okay, you said it. Yeah, I don't agree with you in a brand home. So in the example of Buffett, consider buying your cars, luxury or not, lightly used. If you purchase a luxury home, choose a house and location that could allow it to resell easily or serve as a permanent or part-time rental for extra revenue and tax benefits. Or consider owning and living in a conservative home and occasionally renting a luxury home yourself from time to time for a family holiday or a vacation with friends. A wise advisor, a wise advisor I know advises allocating only 20% of your income or investment revenue to the three F's, food, fashion and fun. Mm. However, my own business partner, Lauren Solomon, a professional image advisor, is quick to remind clients that working remotely or living on a conservative income is never a justification to ignore the business of yourself, of being Mm. you. You shouldn't become so casual and lax that you know that you... I can't see that. And lacks that how you show up is a contradiction to the standard of quality you uphold. That mm. fact right there, just because you want to be frugal doesn't mean you have to look cheap. Mm. It's basically what she's saying. Even casual clothing can be used to create an aesthetically fitting result. As she often remarks, you can't ask other people for money if you show up looking like you've never had any money of your own. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> so Facts. helpful ways to think about luxury brands. When you do indulge, consider the purchase as a form of an investment. So if you are going to buy a luxury brand, it's an investment. And are the quality and style items timeless? So can they go over a span of time? It's so um, interesting because... Um, we, I've got a Calvin Klein belt, mm. really, um, really nice buckle. And John John was trying to, and it's got um, studs, so silver studs in the holes. Mm. And he was trying to put a, a hole in it with a knife today, you know. Yeah, and I was like, no, no, stop, stop. Because I realised that you're going to devalue yeah. the item. So is it, it, it's an investment. It's a little investment. It's, yeah. little, it's not boxed or anything, but it's still a Calvin Klein belt which will hold its value. Mm -hmm. And that's just one thing. So are the quality and style timeless and classic? And is it something you could adapt and wear to to wear like decades from now? So if Mm -hmm. you can, then yeah, it's an investment, right? So what's the third one naturally, Lily? Be careful about taking out loans. Mm. If you buy things you don't need, you will soon sell things you need. Buffett has said on many occasions, credit cards can be the highest potential waste of earnings and savings. If you follow the example of Buffett, you operate nearly entirely in cash. If you use cards, learn systems that allow you to optimise your usage to keep your credit score high and stay eligible for the maximum credit when needed while paying the minimum amount of interest. So I partially agree with that and then I partially Mm. don't because they say live entirely in cash but then most financially literate people would say Mm. 
live on your credit card and just pay it forward. Mm. So I don't know if I agree with living entire, nearly in cash. We live in a cashless society. I've been trying to get rid of cash for the last two weeks and no one wants to take my cash. The thing is, the thing is um, what was brought to my attention last week was the fact that if we don't use the cash, we'll lose it. Yeah. And with the cash, like you and, and the banks, the bank benefits from you using credit yeah. cards or using debit cards. So every time the cash passes to someone else, that person then will pass it on. So it's gone around at least four times before it goes back into the bank. And the bank doesn't uh, doesn't earn anything from, from the cash. Whereas with, with the credit, the bank earns every time a transaction is made, mm. then the bank will either earn... It's about £1.50 from every transaction. But I don't understand why that bothers people. Because if inevitably your your aim is to be financially secure and financially mm. literate, doesn't matter whether it passes through the bank 10 times, all that matters is, is that you're financially secure. Yeah. So you having cash serves you no purpose if you're not building a credit history for yours. As a business owner, you need credit. Mm. So how are you going to build credit history for yourself if you only like to work in cash those businesses that only work in cash put themselves at a disadvantage because people are less likely to want to work with them Mm. because I can only make cash transactions when I need things that are documented like people are getting ripped off by an app at the moment but how you can prove that you made that transaction is because it was a so that's when you would use so that's when you would use your card I'm talking about say within the community that the cash is passed on. So the value of that promissory note, say £50, yeah? Yeah. Um, that is what the bank gets back. Whereas um, when it was saying something, when it's when it's credit or um, done on your card, the bank will get £45. So they, they lose, everyone loses. Whereas the, the £50, it's been passed and everybody has gained from it. That was a point that it was making, but in certain circumstances, obviously, uh, yeah, I just don't think cards. cash is a good. Yeah, it's it's because then how do you prove years. that transaction has been been made? You get a receipt or an invoice. That's the proof. Is the invoice either you invoice you, or they they give you a receipt? If you lose that receipt, you have your automatic you bank have yourself, transfer. You have yourself to blame. Take no, a picture of it. <laughs> you have that automatic bank transfer to say. Yeah that transaction happened. Yeah. You can go back onto your bank history and see something that happened in 2012. How many receipts do you have from 2012? Mm. Well, if you're backing up your your finances, <laughs> if, yeah, if you're backing up your finances, then you you would either have that on in a book somewhere or somebody, like if you're spending, not frugally, but if you're just haphazardly spending happily, mm. then obviously it doesn't matter to you whether you're spending cash or not, you're just having a good time spending your money and not making your money work for you. I think that's the the point that Warren Buffett's saying. And if you, I mean, on big investments... Warren Buffett don't use no cash, he uses a credit card. Yeah. And he he uses the bank's money. (laughs) Yeah. Because these rich people do not use their own money to make transactions. They use other people's money. Mm. So they either have money in investment that they repurpose elsewhere they use life insurance to repurpose and take out and move it they well, that's do what, not use their own money that's what warren buffett did he um when he does not like technology at all mm-hmm. but he 
when the Apple came out, he was like, do you know what? He doesn't like technology, but he believed in Apple. Yeah. And I think he bought a million shares in that in Apple company. Yeah, he bought a million shares. And look, <laughs> when, that's when they first started. So Jeez. you can imagine his ROI yeah, <laughs> on man. that investment, right? So what about the fourth, the fourth point of Warren Buffett? Be even more careful about investing with borrowed money. Mm. I didn't even know that was possible. For the record. He said he likes to spend other people's money, so that's borrowed that's, money, isn't it? No. Isn't that borrowing? Or lending? Borrowing? Yes. No, because if you have a property, that's someone else's money that you're using to invest. Because they live in your asset. They're giving you money. To that, live there? Yeah. That money is... Yeah, but what if that you, person's that you're using to invest? Yeah, but that's the property that you own. He's saying that if you um, borrow, say you borrow something to say, but technically you don't own the property if you've got a mortgage. The bank owns it, right? Owns it. Yeah, if you've got mortgage, that but that means you've borrowed the money from the bank oh, to get yeah. the house, right? Yeah, that's true. So he's saying to be careful about borrowing. So obviously, a mortgage it's like paying rent, isn't it? When you think about that, no. Well, it's not like you you are paying, well, you're paying the money back to the bank until it's yours, hypothetically, but you can take money out and so forth. Um, But he's warning and saying to be cautious about it. So, not, I guess, not taking out, let's say, a payday loan, for instance. Oh, yeah, no. Or borrowing. So, remember, the borrower becomes a slave to the lender. Yeah. So, that's probably what he is trying to highlight. Like, you know, when you borrow, just know that you get, just make sure you can pay it back. Mm. Otherwise, it becomes like a noose around one's neck. Yeah? yeah. So overall, what were the four points? Let's go, quickly go over them again before we go to our commercial break. What's the first one? Pay your savings first. Be careful about splurging on brands. Be careful about taking out loans. And be even more careful about investing with borrowed money. And the main thing, yeah, when highlighting that is the 20% for fun money to have fun with your money 20% but making sure that you are saving or paying yourself first was what was highlighted Mm -hmm. wasn't it naturally yes yeah and that's so important so we would these were four tips from Warren Buffett if you want to become a millionaire and you are so right naturally Lily we we probably have made more than million two million um the world over but have we ever really thought about investing, mm. putting up, making our money work for us, you know, and yeah, becoming a millionaire? Is it impossible? No. It's not impossible it's not at impossible. all. So beautiful listeners, we'll see y'all in five. Online and on your smart speaker. Playing all the best songs. Oh, Flavors Radio. Are you listening? Are you really listening? Answer these questions out loud. What does S-H-O-P spell? And what do you do at a green light? Stop? Or should you go on green? Katie. I'd say stop. I mean, most people do. So while we are listening, we're not really listening. Jamila? We do it all the time. In one ear and out the other. Life can just get too busy. Can't it, Mr. Fry? It can indeed, but there are people out there desperate to be heard. And you can help by taking the time to listen, even if you're a prince. Being able to talk about how you're feeling is essential for keeping mentally fit and healthy. So maybe now is the time for us to stop 
and to really listen. Right now, you are one of 20 million people listening. On more than 300 radio stations. And each and every one of us has the power to make a difference to someone. Just by taking a minute to stop. And to listen. To really listen. Dominican Promotion presents a taste of Dominique and St. Lucia after Carnival Party on Saturday, the 2nd of September. All aboard the luxurious and more Teresa Joanne by King George V, Woolwich Man Away, London E16 2QY. Boarding from 10 pm to 3 am. There'll be non stop party vibes with DJ Mosty, DJ Redboy, DJ Shyboy, DJ Specialist, and Ninja Man Lloyd. They'll be playing the best in soca, Afrobeats, Bouillon, Reggae, Highlight, Kadas, and a whole lot more. Tickets are available from Eventbrite. Get your tickets.co.uk and all the DJs. For more information and party bookings, call 07401 388251. A taste of Dominique and St. Lucia after Carnival Party, Saturday, the 2nd of September. Club Zook Diaspora Events in conjunction with Anne Marie's Catering Prison. All Islands. Pre-Carnival Boat Party all goes down Saturday, 19th of August. Sailing aboard the Hurley River Thames, Westminster Pier. Board in 7 p.m. Departing time 8 p.m. And we return at 12 a.m. Ticket price £35. Limited and food is included with your ticket purchase. Music policy for this event: Afrobeats, Soca, Sukus, Zuhompa, Semba, Reggae, Kadas. Music on this event powered by DJ Map, the crazy one, straight out of Dominica. Representing St. Lucia, Mikey Afri. Representing 767, DJ Matthew. And not forgetting the man himself, DJ Smooth, Forever Hype. For more information, contact 07961-753-359. Also, tickets are available for all DJs. The crazy one, 07984-479317. Mikey Afri, 07919-996754. DJ Matthew 0742267374 DJ Smooth 0730889 Bring your whistle, bring your flag. The more you listen, the more great music you hear. All Flavors Radio.
the chat room. Big shout out to DJ B Funk. Yeah. Out of Munich. How you doing B Funk? You can catch B Funk every Saturday from 10 to 12. And give a big shout out to Norbert out of Castries. You listen to the sounds of Tony Braxton. Gotta move on. DeVito unavailable Shining, 
Skate You Can Catch DJ Laro tonight from 8 until 10. And DJ J-Hope from 10 until 12. And a big shout out to George Flavors. Sal and Malaysia, how are you guys doing? I know that you were at a reggae fest this start end. And it sounded like a lot of fun. As well as DJ Laro. Give a big shout out to Mark Philogene. You can catch Mark every Sunday and every Monday. Give it a big shout out also. High five to Corey E8. Bringing it again every single Monday evening. Sounds of Davido there with Unavailable. Okay, beautiful listeners. So we just covered four points there on how one can become a millionaire. Like we said, if you miss that section, you can always tap into the replay, which will be available in about six weeks time. Okay, naturally, Lily. So our next uh, article that we're looking at, what is it highlighting? says press release <clears throat> UK introduction of visa requirements for Dominican nationals visiting UK mm. your thoughts why are always bothering the, the Caribbeans <laughs> it's just their thing isn't it do we need a visa to go there do, do um, people from the UK need a visa to go to Dominica I'm sure I don't they, think they do I'm sure they will do after this good it's like you know good and i know where did we go recently to should be free to travel anywhere in the world yeah. the world is everybody's we went to the gambia actually recently and shock horror leaving going in the country and coming out the country 40 quid what? so you pay 20 pounds to get in 20 pounds to come out when was when was this in exactly <laughs> Exactly. It wasn't like that before. It wasn't like that before. I mean, it's only 40 quid, so it pays someone's like annual salary, but. No, it pays a monthly salary, that was. Oh, is it a month? Earning money. But that's not going to go to the people. You know, that's going to go to the government. You know, that's going to go to Borough. Is it Borough? I don't even know if that's. No, I don't think he's the new um, president there. the, The people do not benefit from this. It's always. The government that benefits. Oh, do you think we're going to see any of that money from the, all the Dominican nationals coming in and having to pay for visa? This Dominicans from Dominica or Domrep? Dominica. Cheese umbrella. Dominica. Yeah. So this is from the Wednesday, the nineteenth of July. This is when it takes effect, and all Dominican nationals will. Ah, be... it's in place already. Yes. This didn't even announce. Announce. <laughs> Wow. Dominican nationals will require a visa before traveling to the UK, including to visit, and the changes will come in effect. They will apply to all Dominican nationals seeking to enter the UK. However, there will be a four week transition period until the 16th of August. So that's next week. So that's a four week transitional. So you may get away with it, you may not. I don't know, naturally, Lily. Visa regime. I really hate that word regime. It just makes me think regiment. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> it says the, dis- the decision to bring in a visa regime mm. on Dominica is in response to concerns relating to its citizenship by investment scheme. 
Oh, so if you live here for long enough, you can become a, a, a citizen, maybe. Oh, because, yeah, I heard someone used to, did it, you send it to me about the dual... Um... No, but that's us to go, to get our, our um, visa, not visa, our passports to go back home. The mm. sad thing is, can I just say, say tell you a little story, okay? <laughs> a young woman, no, it's, it's actually very serious because this can affect us <coughs> or our children if we're not careful, but we're British citizens, but still... Still. So this young lady, she must be up in a... She said she was about 20, 21, 22. Uh, she never travelled. She was born in this country, never travelled. And her her father's a British citizen. And her mother, she came here but got her British citizenship. Um, probably 2009 or something, I think they were saying. Both her parents, I think, have passed away. Oh, I know what's going to happen. And her and her brother, they they looked, they or they applied because of her job. She's she needs to start working and so forth, and she needs to travel with her job. Um, so because of that, she, her and her brother, they applied for a British passport. Now, they gave the brother a British passport, but they denied her. Why? They're both children from the same parents, but she was denied. And she's called, there's something called, she's in, I can't remember what the word, the word is, but yeah, she's, she's wondering, well, why did they let my brother have a British passport and not me? Has he had one before? I don't know. And this is the point. If you're saying, man, get your kids passports. I don't care if you're going to travel. I don't care if you're going to Wales. Get your children a passport. It costs 80 pounds. No, I never think a children one is 80 pounds. I think it's like 54 quid. Yeah. Yeah. For the first one. Just so so them have a turn of record. And every five years, save up a little piece of money each year. Five pounds a year. Just save it so that when you need to renew it, even if you don't travel and there's no stamps in the passport. Get Ooh. them their passport. And even if you've got dual citizenships, because you can get... Um, the thing I sent you was about having dual citizenship. Ooh. So, so that, that, you, that can get, you can get... It does work, does it? Yeah. Sure. So okay. we, if you've got parents or grandparents who are Caribbean nationals, that they were born or, um, you know, their citizenship is in the Caribbean. So Jamaica, Barbados, wherever. You can apply for your Jamaican passport, mm. which I think is very important to have because as someone whose heritage is in Jamaica, I think it's very important for us to have things like that. But just don't travel on the passport. <laughs> right, yes, very true. When you get there, you carry it, you say yes, right? Mm. But don't don't leave this country on your Jamaican passport or your Bayesian passport. <laughs> just make sure they know that you, you, you're British or whatever, whatever. you have rude, red or blue, whatever, because you know how they like to send people back home. But you, I can't just, I, I feel so sorry for the people who, whose parents weren't that way inclined. Oh, we're not going to travel. We like to go around Europe. We like, mm. oh, not even Europe. We like to go around UK. the UK. We don't need a passport. And then like this, this lady, the parents passed away and there's no like, She's got to fight. You don't case. even ha- you don't have a passport number from before. So what what do you what does she have? What do you do? Yeah. So she's no man, the... get your pe- your children passports. And we will 
probably cover that in another um, show. But this one here about um, introduction of visa requirements for Dominican national citizens. And B-Funk, you mentioned something recently, didn't you, about St. Lucia? I know that I put it into the our group, our, our All Flavours radio group. So please, beautiful listeners, too, you can come and join group um, on Facebook. And just find out like a lot of the functions that we're having mm. and see what the DJs are doing as well on any given day. But I know that B Funk put something in recently. This is it. Um, and this one is for Lucian citizens they, uh, that currently travel to Europe before entering any of the oh, EU. Oh, yeah, yeah, Schengen. Schengen member countries. And we'll, we'll... They've upped it to three years now. What does that mean, though? So you used to be able to... Whenever someone from the Caribbean has to come into Europe, mm. anyone, any of the countries where you need a Schengen passport, you apply um, and they would give you like for the duration of your stay. Yeah. And recently, because this actually literally just come up on my TikTok the other day, um, a lady applied for her Schengen passport and they issued it for three years. Mm. So within a three year period, obviously you have to give them proof of like where you're going to stay, how long you're going to be there for. You have to show them that you have... Um, money in your bank account to be able to travel to that country yeah. otherwise they'll deny you your visa but um you it gives you to enter it, says that, it gives you the freedom mm. to travel into european countries that require you to have a schengen passport Excellent. schengen visa sorry so that's st lucian citizens as well uh, it says st lucian citizens you don't need a visa um to enter europe for short trips it's that's a tourism business and so on but obviously, if you're staying longer, then yeah. you possibly do. Yeah. You do need a, a visa. But going back to this Dominican one, because this one, they've been given a four week transitional period um, before, you know, they transition to you paying for a visa to enter mm-hmm. the UK. And like you said, Leash, to bring this visa regime in. Yeah. Uh, vi- visit visas are an important tool in reducing illegal migration. But... I don't know of any Dominicans I'm being so, illegal migrants. And like, why would I want to come here? It's a bit cold, <laughs> so sorry, right? So sorry, like, do you know when... Do you know why I feel this way? Because we literally just had Windrush, yeah? Mm. In June. And Windrush is the so-called celebration of the Caribbeans that came here. A large portion of them were Jamaican, but a Carib- the, the Caribbeans that come to this country because they called us to come here. We invited. Because at that point, we were part of... British, the, the United... Yeah, but it'll come to my head in a minute. British Empire. Mm. Yeah? We but were, we were. The sea, the, the word common, no, we're still part of the Commonwealth. Well, we? But okay. at that point, we never had Under things British like independence. That's the one, British yes. rule. So we wasn't independent of British rule. They invited us here. And then all of a sudden, it became, we're no longer migrants or... or um, you know, where immigrants. Yes. And yes. to stop illegal immigration. But you forget that a lot of the people that came here came here on a British passport. Mm. Which they um, quite conveniently destroyed lost. the records for. Yes. So they're saying that it's illegal about tackling, immigration. Um, tackling illegal migration and, right. and tackling organised crime and protecting national security. I mean, and how many Dominicans do you know? That it, oh, I can't deal with this. I just can't. I think Dominicans are quite. Um, They're very placid people. Yeah. So it's this is bizarre for me, and this decision is made 
been made to ensure that visa system continues to operate as effectively as possible. So what does this um, person say? So the acting British High Commissioner to Barbados, Dominica, Grenada, Antigua and Barbuda, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, St. Lucia and St. Christopher and Nevis, Charlie Williams said... The UK and Dominica enjoy a very close relationship and our governments work together on a range of international issues. The UK is proud of the important role we have played in Dominica's ongoing recovery from Hurricane Maria. Oh, so they gave us a little bit and then they took away a lot, including through the United Kingdom Caribbean Investment Fund and Climate Resilience Execution Agency, Dominica. Today's announcement is a re- is a response to our long-standing concerns about Dominica's citizenship by investment program and the risk it poses to the UK. <laughs> Sorry, the chief officer. The changes will bring Dominica in line with many other visa national countries around the world with which the UK has strong and friendly relations. They do not change our commitment to the relationship between our countries or Dominica's future. Visas provide access to the UK while helping to secure the UK border. I would question if someone is travelling from the United States of America or Australia or South Africa. I think we need a visa to Do go you, to the States, don't we? We need a visa to go to the States. You yeah. need a, you need a, it begins with an E. And they're quick to deny you. They, they will yeah. deny you for the smallest reason. But do they need a visa to come here? Because I don't think you need a visa as an Australian to come back to England because you're seen as an well, expat. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, they've got ties, haven't they? But, um... I know someone that travelled to the States, clean, cross, get up early, go, get your flight, everything. And they'd like, no, access denied, boom, on a flight straight back home. <laughs> like, it's not fair. It's not fair. And the, like you said, naturally, Lily, these border, this border control, they, they, they made the, the point about national security. Like, I, I, I'm not sure. We, I, I think more us, we're, we're more of a threat to anyone than... This country, the UK are more of a threat. Yeah. And then, fine, if they're going to put all this visa nonsense in place, Caribbean leaders, please, can you start stopping them from coming in the country and buying up all the land? Because Ooh. that's what they're doing. Yeah. They stop you from coming in into UK. Don't know why you would want to come here anyway. Teething all the nurses from the Caribbean islands to come and work over here. But then their they families need visas to travel to visit them. Mm. And are you even going to let them in the country? And then when... You want to go and buy your holiday home. Oh, yeah, we get a holiday home in Jamaica. You can go there and just buy up the land. No, they need to, they need to, they need to start doing what the UK are doing to them and what US is doing to, mm. to the whole world. If they want visa for you to come here, you need to make your border security a bit more tighter. Absolutely. Oh, and what, what is your visit for today, yes, sir? Yes. So- and just denied. <laughs> Visa applications are submitted and paid for online at VFS Global, after which applicants book an appointment to provide their biometrics and ho- hand over their passport. That's another thing. That they have to hand in over their passport. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. And the UK Gosh. government aims to process applications within 15 UK working days of the, res- the, of the passport and biometrics. Applicants can apply up to three months in advance of travel. So you've got to apply before you come here. So imagine you before. apply for your visa, yeah? Mm. And you send off your passport. 
and they've they've got it. Mm. They've got your passport now, and you're ready to travel, and you haven't received back your passport yet. So, is and you already booked your flight. The VFS, the VFS Global, is that uh, companies? Would that be the embassy? No, that they that wouldn't be the embassy. VFS Global. And once we would the office be in Dominica? Yeah, it must be. You because it's going to take long for your passport to to get to this country, isn't it? And what if they got a backlog? Do you know what I mean? Mm. And you can only apply up to three months before. So that means if you booked your flight last year and now all of a sudden they've got this visa thing and you was due to come in October, yeah. now you've got to find a way to send your passport. To... It's ridiculous. It's hard, it's ridiculous. So you can book an appointment, um, but it's a, it's like a worldwide, you can access it across the world, partnering with governments across the world. They support visa applications through that entire application process. So they're the ones that you'd said. So there must be a VFS in Dominica that you would go to to process your application. Do you and know what? Also do your biometrics and stuff. Up we got we had to have ours done at the at Gambian um, airport. Airports, and they say this is because what happens is, you, say you got a brother named Fred Johnson or something, and your brother looks like you then you can get through they can use your passport this is what the the gambians were doing to get here you oh. see so that's why so so or passports were being passports were being stolen and then used right so that's what the biometrics that's were for to make sure that you are the person that you say you are what i find interesting about the uk putting all these visa restrictions on people is we don't produce anything in this country. So mm. we're going to get to the point where we'll be like some other nations and we rely on tourism. Yeah. And if you're stopping people from coming into the country, that impacts tourism. I think the UK has been impacted tremendously by many different things. And this, again, is just adding one more now to the coffin. You hear people complaining every day of what's going on. And we will delve a little bit deeper, beautiful listeners. But, you know, we don't really tackle the religion or politics politics because you know that's a whole other story but we're just letting you know that this uh, visa application situation has arisen and this is uh, oh you can this is for introduction of visa requirements for dominican nationals visiting the uk so i think um um kjb sister if she's coming because she wants to come Needs to know about this. But she don't come from Dominica. But she's a Dominican national. Even though she lives in BVI, I think she's a Dominican national. So, yeah. So a temporary UK visa application centre where travellers can submit their passports and provide biometrics will operate regularly in Dominica. And the first session is scheduled to run at Fort Young Hotel, Victoria Street, PO Box 519, Rosal, Dominica, on the 26th and 27th of July, that's gone. The 1st, the 2nd, the 8th and the 9th of August. Oh, tomorrow. Depending on the demand. And they aim um, of allowing applicants to receive their pass, their visas before the end of the transit, the four weeks. So before the 16th next week, they're hoping that if you want to travel, that your visa will be ready by the 16th of August. But they're saying that if you do want to travel, you've got to make sure three months in advance. So anyone that wanted to possibly travel. 
That means no. you can't come here for funeral. Mm. Can't hit, come here for birth. You can't come here for. So the fees, we're gonna we're gonna see quickly see what the fees are, and then we're gonna go to a break. But do you want to mention that one there naturally, Lily, about the Dominican Nationals that booked before? Because we were just talking about that. It says if you booked before the nineteenth of July, any passengers will still be able to enter the UK without a visa until three o'clock on the sixteenth of August. But that that doesn't uh, no because if you booked your appointment, if you booked your flight for the sixteenth of September, mm. that's irrelevant to time. you. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't not, show you how much the fees are. We've got to go through to find out what the fees are. But uh, so you've got to go for the visa visa application fees, and um, is Dominique even on there? Yes, there. It's right there. We'll see if it um, comes up. We'll see if we can see what the fees are. Select the kind of visit. So there's different kinds so of visit, visas. study, join family. Don't select join family. They'll deny it straight away. Mm. Work settlement. Because if you, I know, you know, you say join family, they're like, oh no, you're just going to move into this country and they'll just deny it. Mm, mm. So visa types, oh, there's a lot, oh there's a lot, gosh. guys. Um, and what if, you, what if you're dyslexic? What if you can't read? What yeah. if you don't have access to a computer? Mm, that's probably why you have to uh, go through... The, the process. No, but how can you go through the process work. if you don't have a computer? Mm. So it's three hundred forty-four US dollars. That's US dollars. That's about three hundred quid. That's a lot of money, guys. Especially if you're coming from Dominica. <laughs> it's the one to America's only fourteen pound. <laughs> I've done temporary work, charity work here. Um, oh, it says app, the main applicant and any dependents three hundred forty-four. Dollars. All right, beautiful listeners. So, what can we say? What can we say? They have um, Dominican nationals do need to apply for a visa. If you have booked your holiday before the 16th of July, you will get entry. But no, if you're here to travel before the 16th, if you're booked it before the 16th but yeah. you're traveling after the 16th then you've got to then get you a can't. visa yeah all right so beautiful listeners we'll see y'all in five online and on your smart speaker playing all the best songs oh flavors radio are you listening are you really listening answer these questions out loud what does s-h-o-p spell and what do you do at a green light stop or should you go on green? Katie. I'd say stop. I mean, most people do. So while we are listening, we're not really listening. Jamila, we do it all the time. In one ear and out the other. Life can just get too busy. Can't it, Mr. Fry? It can indeed. But there are people out there desperate to be heard. And you can help by taking the time to listen. Even if you're a prince. Being able to talk about how you're feeling is essential for keeping mentally fit and healthy. So maybe now is the time for us to stop and to really listen. Right now, you are one of 20 million people listening. On more than 300 radio stations. And each and every one of us has the power to make a difference to someone. Just by taking a minute to stop. And to listen. 
to really listen. Dominution Promotion presents a taste of Dominica and St. Lucia after Carnival Party on Saturday the 2nd of September on board the luxurious and more Teresa Joanne by King George V Dock, Woolwich Man Away, London E16 2Q1. Boarding from 10pm to 3am. There'll be non-stop party vibes with DJ Mosty, DJ Redboy, DJ Shyboy, DJ Specialist and Ninja Man Loy. They'll be playing the best in soca, Afrobeats, Bouillon, Reggae, Highlight, Kadas and a whole lot more. Tickets are available from Eventbrite. Get your tickets.co.uk and all the DJs. For more information and party bookings, call 07401 388251. A taste of Dominique and St. Lucia after Carnival Party, Saturday the 2nd of September. Club Zook Diaspora Events in conjunction with Anne-Marie's Catering Prison. All Islands, pre-carnival boat party all goes down Saturday 19th of August. Sailing aboard the Hurley River Thames, Westminster Pier. Boarding 7 p.m. Departing time 8 p.m. And we return at 12 a.m. Ticket price 35 pounds limited and food is included with your ticket purchase. Music policy for this event, Afrobeats, Soka, Sugus, Zuhompa, Semba, Reggae, Kadas. Music on this event powered by DJ Map, the crazy one, straight out of Dominica. Representing St. Lucia, Mikey Afri. Representing 767, DJ Matthew. And not forgetting the man himself, DJ Smooth, Forever Hype. For more information, contact 07961-753-359. Also, tickets are available for all DJs. The crazy one, 07984-479317. Mikey Afri, 07919996754. DJ Matthew 074 DJ Smooth 07808894382 Bring your whistle, bring your flag The more you listen, the more great music you hear Bring the hot girls come to party Cause we love see them move and share them body out Bring the hot girls come to party Yes to the beat, love it, love it, love it Alright then bring me the girl let me keep in it golden 100% of love where we owe them Fit for your body you keep them eyes swollen This summer you're hotter than a oven Go and rock your body control them Run them over bulldoze them Quick pick get the idea pose them Men over girl touch for your toes Cause we like the girl them we at we love the girl them way at, bring them non-stop We like the girl them way at, we love the girl them way at Say me love that, cause we like the girl them way at We love the girl them way at, in a the drop top We like the girl them way at, we love the girl them way at Say this on my heart, go and shake it, me me meditate it When you levitate it, you get x-rated You know fake it, you never outdated Perfect then, still heavily rated High five chat room crew them cannot break it Cause the great girl Listen what me say to me Love all your shape Thank God that he made it Cause we like the girl Them way at How you doing George Flavors? Bring them hands up We like the girl Them way at We love the girl Them way at Say me love that Cause we like the girl Them way at We love the girl Them way at In a the drop top We like the girl Them way at Love the a big high five to CD1 out of London Guess 48 out of Guildford Guess 645 out of London Guess 722 
Guess 56. Bulldoze them. Quick, quick, the Men over, girl, touch for your toes, Shout out everyone on TikTok. We love the girl, them way at. Bring them. How you doing, B-Funk? The girl, them way at. We love the girl, them way at. Them love that. So we love the girl, them way at. We love the girl, them way at. In the drop top. We love the girl, them way at. We love the girl, them way at. Sounds of Sean Paul and Summer Hot. Yes, Sean. Ooh. And we're keeping it like this today. Yeah. Bit of 2023. And this is Do Ya. Do Ya, baby, call Do Ya. Teaching Pote. And infamous Siak. sure about that one <laughs> mm, I thought I listened to it but mm. <laughs> we give you some Jasmine O'Sullivan and hurt me so good oh gosh am I it's a condition no one ever leave confused cause I'm always forgiving the shit you be putting me through you told me you changed but I see it in a new cause I already know you don't know nothing about love when you're wrong, but don't stay away for long And make it so hard and making it out to home I know you're no good, but I just keep hanging on to toxicity And you know you could do better, baby But you won't try for me, no You know I can't leave you But I swear that I would if I could And I hate Sounding hot as always. Shout out John Jay. You know John Jay always kicks off on a Sunday morning. But it's just good music show. Sundays are lit. Right here on All Flavors. Get tonight, you can catch DJ Laro from 8 until 10. And Jay Hope with his R&R show from 10 until midnight. 
Also Hollowing, DJ Niger, um, Ninja Man Lloyd. B-Funk. Courier E8. Crooksy 417. Willie Ray Valentine. DJ Smooth. Charlie Muir. And Nigel. Do check the schedules, beautiful listeners. Catching a DJ going live every single day. Back to the music. so good you got to let Just it play to the it fade up, man it up. you gotta play to the fade mm. and that was a hot hot track from our lovely lovely jasmine sullivan wow so naturally lily mm-hmm. today we've spoken on four tips on how to become a millionaire mm-hmm. um I, I know that we were looking at warren buffett but as you <laughs> rightfully said there are many other people yes. that we can focus on when that comes to our investments, as well as the visa. Dominican nationals will need to have a visa when travelling. That costs £300. Yes, about £300 um, to come into the UK. Okay, so uh, if they've booked their flights before the 16th of August and are travelling before the 16th of August, three o'clock, then they can get into the UK. <laughs> but thereafter, you will need a visa to come here. So what if your flights are like 4.05? You need a visa. And that will, yeah, it's quite sad. It's, it's hard. So just check. And this is a thing. If we are, is that time for travel? So one thing we'd not check is we're traveling very soon. And to get into Europe, I don't know what you need. To get into you Europe. don't need a visa to travel into Europe. Okay, so it's okay. I've said that. Yeah, really, <laughs> we just don't know. Really just gotta check. You don't need a visa to travel the places that I'm about. To just go to check. That's the best thing. So, but going in line with that, naturally, Lily, what is our question for today? Do you think that 15 minute cities will be a thing? Yes. Mm, 15 minute cities. So, what are 15 minute cities? Are these the locket cities like Oxford? Yeah. Because th- th- this is something that I hadn't realised, is that they're actually in... Already implemented. Yeah. Yeah. And councils are implementing these things. So wherever we live, guys, I mean, it's uh, the business course that we was on, there was one fellow and he, one of his, his business was to have workers that live in borough mm-hmm. that can be... Um, you know, an agency of workers in borough. Yeah. So if someone wants, they don't need to go outside of the borough. I know when they said that, Jeez. and then then the, I thought, oh my gosh, 15 minute cities, that makes so much sense. 
So we can see how people are thinking. We can see how people are thinking. But let me just quickly um, do a couple of um, WhatsApp corner items. And this one, again, it is Errol. He's, good morning. He says, I am still going strong with performances every day for a month. And this is something to take off the edge. You can book to... uh, so the next one, so he's got one on Wednesday, the 9th, North Down at 8.45, and Thursday, Rosemary Branch Theatre. Tickets are on edgeinsider.co.uk, and there is a promo code. So they're about £5. If you're skinny, he says, just turn up. What's he's that got for? You. And this is something to take the, off the edge. So it's Errol. Oh, it's a, it's a show called Something to Take yeah, Off the Edge. It's a, it's a show. And I, we must say, we did go and see it really really good and i saw a picture of the one that he'd done yesterday it was packed the house was packed out so he's doing really great well done errol and yeah if you can get there i think the tickets are only about five pounds we'll put the information into the chat box and let's just this you know this is something that we we should be doing is supporting each other if we can Mm. yeah so really giving everyone the support and, um, yeah, if w- w- this is another way we can all become millionaires if we just support each other, right? Yeah. And help each other to grow. That's so important. Right? It's a collaboration, always collaboration. So going into our main topic, naturally, Lily, these 15-minute cities, yeah? <laughs> what, these are the, the responses on that one. But this this one here. So the fifteen minute cities. Can you just explain what a fifteen minute city is? So it's they've become a hot topic recently, with growing number of UK cities putting plans in place to achieve the concept. The model enables residents to access essential public services, including shops, schools, parks, leisure facilities, and healthcare within fifteen minute radius, by foot or bike. One of the main aims is to decrease stress and pollution levels within cities while also reducing our reliance on travel by car for short distance journeys. So that's that's what it is. Yeah, (coughs) they've made that sound. (coughs) They've made that sound so much more bougieified than it actually is, Mm. because this came out of um, lockdown. Yeah. So when they realised they could close in a number of people into a certain space, that is where the idea of 15-minute cities came. So they said, oh, how about we um, think they was trialling it in Oxford or something like that. And it was initially the idea was to have it gated, wasn't mm. it? And if it was after a certain period of time, you wouldn't be able to leave the city. Yeah. Yeah, so they, this one is 20-minute neighbourhood, so is it 15 minutes or 20 minutes? And they're saying it's to create healthier and so you can walk somewhere instead of using the car. So that, but who has the time to do that? The thing is, well, that's telling me is that they want you to ditch your cars and use their transport. That's the first thing. So if we ditch our cars, what about if we wanted to go to the seaside for the day? Are we allowed to go to the seaside for the day? <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Like outside of the 15 minute thing, are we allowed to leave the 15 minute cities? Because I know that the ones in Dubai, have you seen the tube? 
Have you seen the oh the monorails? Yeah, yeah. That not it's it's like a it's like people live in this bubble thing. Oh, that. that's not been built yet though. That's that's a that's a. Yeah, it's it's exactly right. the same concept. It right. is exactly the same concept. Yes. It's like a hundred thousand miles long. I can't remember how long it is. Mm. Um, but it's it's a really really long. What I would say flat, mm. but within that tall rise building, you can go from one side to the next side in like an hour or. Or so, but everything you need is in within that one mile radius. Yeah, but do do you notice, like, say if say if in our area, um, Tottenham, we're in Tottenham. If we were to go on the high road, is everything that we need there? I don't go on the high road, and does it? Neither do I. But does it take <laughs> us fifteen minutes to walk to? I don't even go to Wood Green. Uh, and how long is it going to take us to walk to Wood Green? I mean, I could. Could I get everything I needed in fifteen minute walk? I mean, it's it's it is so subjective because some people take can walk fifteen can walk further in fifteen minutes than others. Mm. So does that then mean if I'm a slower walker, I don't have access to as many things? <laughs> what have they based that That's fifteen minutes well. on? Yeah, because a, a pregnant woman with a heavy load is going to walk much slower than a healthy 25-year-old male. Do you know what I mean? Mm. What are you basing this 15 minutes on? I don't know what they're basing who it on, were their test? Really. Who were their test subjects? What were their, what was their testing it's a bit parameters? Like, it's a bit like the LTNs, isn't it, going into that oh, again? Oh, that like, just flopped, didn't it? It has flopped. But, and even the ULEs, uh, someone sent me a, a video mm. of them having a party it was all yeah they were having a party because it was successful but it's another tax on what the, the ULEs ULEs yeah but the L- everything the LTNs weren't successful and whatever money no, they spent on putting them stupid flower boxes in the middle of the road that they're now moving out of the way and removing all the signage mm. all the money, money you wasted could have gone to Marcus Rashford when he actually asked for it as opposed to now when it's being done when he said feed the children hot meals at lunchtime yeah because oh look now what are they doing children in public schools public primary schools state primary schools now will get a free school meal at lunch so you could have actually done that back in 2020 or 2021 you was asked to do it but you wasted money putting flower boxes in the middle of the road do you think that it's just a lot of people that have more don't have no sense I, I don't know. I just think someone has a great idea, what they think is a great idea. And instead of spending the time to do the research and mm. see how impactful it's going to be, it's like, it's like a trigger response. spend the money first and then, and then, and then all the complaints come in and then. Yeah. That, oh, right. We was wrong. And then. You know, then they t- do a U-turn on everything. Yeah, because I was given this example um, when I started my project and the lady used the example of a, um, office, a hospital administrator was given £200,000 to buy beds. Right. And the person went away and was like, okay, that's great. You've given me £200,000 to buy beds, but I haven't put, taken into consideration, do I actually have the space to buy £200,000 worth of beds? And is there another way we can mitigate needing the extra beds? Can we look at turnover time? Can we look at outpatients or looking at, you know, going 
out into the homes of the patient. Do we actually have to pay £200,000? Do you have the bodies that right. can look after the Have extra... we got a nurse per bed? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So instead of just saying, here's the money, do that, mm. they haven't actually looked at, okay, so the issue was in the LTN areas, mm. supposedly high pollution. But instead of you actually thinking about what you're doing... You've said, oh no, yeah, let's shut off all the back roads and then push everyone <laughs> to the main road. No, people aren't going to stop driving their car because they need their car to get to work and nobody after COVID is going to get on the bus or the train. No. So you're just going to get more people on the roads sitting in pollution and polluting up the main road. Mm. And common sense dictates that pollution is then going to filter into those areas of the back roads where you've shut the roads off. Mm. so do you know what I mean no one actually thought about the process I think that they've done the studies though as well and realised that there's what, no difference that, that, that there's no difference in putting everyone to the, yeah. the main roads yeah but that's for another definitely for but it's the time. same concept yeah. as these 15 minute cities you saying to someone oh yeah I'm putting a shop now that means that you only need to walk to the shop the gym and the park in 15 minutes mm. but that means that, that I work. have to exactly if you work out of, of, out of Borough, does it mean that you can't go out of Borough for what to work? And does that mean, what if that shop doesn't sell certain things that I need? Ooh, then you just can't have them. What What about GPs and, and things like that? So there might be GP practice 15 minutes away from me, but what if I need something specialist? <laughs> Is Ooh. that also, are you going to put a specialist in every single area 15 minutes away? No. It's not possible. So, uh, so then we were already seeing an issue when it comes to if people are poor, from poorer neighbourhoods, oh, so will they get the things that they need? Because we've seen, remember we looked at, um, oh, nothing's coming in my head, um, Kensington and Chelsea and the block that. Oh, Grenfell. Grenfell. Yeah. So they, they, that's the poor bit. And they didn't care about that. They just Yeah, because when you say Kensington and Chelsea, it. I was like... Yeah, they oh. painted it, painted what they thought was nice, just added... <clears throat> A plaster Aesthetic. to a broken arm, oh, you know, gosh. just a, a little, one of those sticky plasters to a broken arm. And it just done nothing. Mm. Aesthetically, people don't want aesthetics. We want solutions to problems. Mm. And are they just creating more problems? I think that's something there to kind of think about. What are your thoughts? Give us a call. 07895 134 713. <laughs> that's 07895 134 713. Yes, that's really leading. Shout out to my sisterhood. You know who you are. One of, one of them has just commented, what if you're so mash up you can't even walk or ride to your GP? <laughs> so 15 minutes don't matter. Mm, <laughs> it's true. Mm, yeah. So they're saying, what they're saying is for work trips, men make trips overall. So the men will have to go out. It's a bit like hunting what and gathering this? yeah while women make a slightly higher number of local trips when comparing ethnic groups white people make slightly higher number of local work trips in comparison to black asian and mine what they say in there wait can i wait what <laughs> i know i just For seen work, that there. men make more trips overall while women make slightly higher number of local trips mm. When comparing ethnic groups, white people make a slightly higher number of local work trips in comparison to... Yeah, because the BAME community travel to where the work is, mm. maybe. Those on the lowest incomes make a slightly higher number of local work trips. Makes no sense, does it? What does that even mean? So they're talking about working, but if you work out of bar, if you work outside of that 15 minutes, 
then that's where the issue comes. What if you've got to travel to meetings? What do you have them all? And someone lives in that borough oh, and do, someone you do lives in that borough. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So they bring yeah, in the, the hybrid. Teams. I've learned it's called hybrid working. <clears throat> so women, for shopping, women make more trips in general and travel long, longer to get to their desired destination. Individuals in BAME communities travel longer for shopping trips compared to white people. Although the majority of all income groups travel locally, the lowest income groups travel longer compared to higher income groups. Now, that I fully, I, I get that. Yeah, I do. But I don't, I, I don't shop in my borough. Exactly. So you, you're part of the community that travel further out yeah. for shopping. Right. Because we don't just go to, I mean, you, can't you do shop in your borough. Costco and how are you going to get to shopping home from Costco? But you do shop in your borough because you go little. That's in your borough. Oh, that's right. That's my local shop. Your local shop. So yeah. that's a fifteen-minute walk. So you'll be stuck with little and just what little has to offer. No, because people from the Bame community, <sighs> we do. We go to places like Costco, but to me, that is not. A lower income family. But the, Costco is not for the low income families. No. Because people that ain't got time on their hands to be. And you bulk buy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd, I, I would. I don't know if I agree with that. Unless they're talking about places where you can like use vouchers and stuff. Can you use vouchers in Liddell? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But Costco isn't for low income families. Costco, Costco Liddell is pricey. Tesco is more expensive than Tesco. Tesco spaghetti, spaghetti, you know. <laughs> Tesco packer spaghetti is something like eighteen or nineteen pence. Aldi and Lidl have put theirs up to twenty-eight pence a pack for the value pack. When Aldi and Lidl used to be the cheaper version, mm, not now anymore. Tesco brand is is is. But who shops at Tesco's? I don't go to Tesco. You'd be better off shopping at Tesco's Mm-mm. in some instances. No, sir. Why? Inferior. The, oh the quality God. is not good. But that's for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. But 15 minutes. We have a Tesco's, a big Tesco's, but we don't have a Sainsbury's. But we could walk to that Tesco's in 15 yes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's local. But what about carrying the shopping home? Yeah, How are you going to carry all that shopping home? <laughs> They've not taken these things into... <laughs> that's your gym. <laughs> that's the 15 minute walk to the gym. <laughs> so that's half an hour walk. So no. it takes 15 minutes to get there and 15 minutes to get back. Oh, yeah. Because you didn't think about getting back, <laughs> did you? Okay, beautiful listeners. Oh, so, wow. The, again, oh, the, yoke, the yoke is on the people, isn't it? The yoke is on us um, when it comes to these things. What we're going to do, beautiful listeners, we're going to go to a short break and we'll be back after the break to see what your thoughts are. We'll see y'all in five Give me, 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 give me what I want. What I want. Give me, 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 give me what I want. What I want. One. Everything I want is everything you got. So not before you come over, relax. Before you run, your eyes on my 
up in a place where I see me, see me. Cause when me want to wear, I got your better, give me, give me. Me rock your body, who else I gonna rock your body for me? Come over here, so me, me push your body to the limit. Let me know, give me what I need. Uh, I'll follow, I'll let you lead. Uh, give me love, don't need no money, so pull me closer, actually. Uh. Oh, so Gimme, gimme. So beautiful listeners, we are going to go to your comments and see how you feel about the point of 15 minute cities and really the relevance um, of them, so on. And naturally, Lily, yeah. Um, first one was from Nikki Hodgkinson and she highlighted that they are already a thing. They're already in Oxford, Manchester and Newham. Newham, I didn't know. Newham? Yes, that's true because they have the mall. They have the shopping mall there and they have the other section. Newham is like Stratford, right? But I thought then, yeah, but I thought 15 minute cities was where they were closed in. But Oxford, they're not closed in. It's not like we're under a... But that's what I'm saying. That's what they made. Initially, that's what it sounded like. It sounded like it was a gated community it's gated because it's the access the accessibility i think that they're speaking of as to um why they want to have these it's called limit limits of localism there we go Mm. so the research highlights that limitations of applying 15 minute cities concept universally across the capital london is in fact made up of lots of different types of town centers so they're going back to like the town center which they still have in certain places. So if you travel to certain um, places within England, you mm. you automatically look for the town centre, don't you? Yeah. Because you know that the town centre is where you're going to find everything. And it makes a point, including international centres like the West End. So these different types of... There's the West End metropolitan centres, such as Stratford, mm. in the, the London Borough of Newham, and the district centres like Finsbury Park. What's in Finsbury Park? Fontenot Road. But where's the food? There's no supermarket. No, there is. There's a Lidl. there's a <laughs> There's a little again. No. Along that road. <laughs> Sorry. It's true. <laughs> Little's gonna become one of the fifteen minutes. Along that so you got you got Finsbury uh Font Hill Road mm. that's got all the clothes. Yeah. And then 
you come down this way towards the Finjury Park station right. on that little edge bit there. And I've uh, up Black Boy Lane. Black Boy Lane? Wait, what's it called? Is it going towards the Leisure Centre? No. Highbury? No, no, it's not. It's Holloway. Okay, so up towards Holloway, there's yeah. shops there, but also in the other direction, going towards the actual park. On that up bit, that bit of road, there's like hairdressers, oh. there's food shops, there's loads of stuff on that that little road there. It's like a it's like there's a crossways where there's loads of stuff. So there's an Aldi there, there's a Sainsbury's as well, isn't there? But across the road from the the park, yeah, there's an Aldi. Okay, yeah. so Notting Hill is, as well. They've got the Notting Hill Gate and Clapham High Street. Don't know anything about Notting Hill or Clapham. Yeah, Clapham High Street is quite. Busy. So what they say is this mix of large centres in London provide economies of scale for a variety of benefits and often referred to as agglomeration. These centres have evolved through an interplay of many factors, history, culture, transport, convenience. So, you know, we did find out that they're in Haringey, but Haringey is quite a big borough. Yeah. But there's like four... Four theatres in Haringey. I know about the one in Highgate. I don't know about any Jackson more. Lane. There's Chicken Shed. Jackson Lane is the one in Highgate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Jackson Lane. Um, there's two other... There's something called the Greenhouse or something like that. And there's another one that I can't think of off the top of my head. Mm. So even things like that, because I don't think they've taken into consideration... Lots of people like to go to the West End to the theatre. Yeah, it's not just about wanting to <clears> shop. <throat> it's about... Like it says there, history and culture. You're not going to get all of your cultural experience and all your history in one borough. No. You've got some of the biggest places that are supposed historical um, places that capture history, like the the, the, the museums. They've got, you've got the Science Museum, you've got the Natural History Museum, you've got the V&A Museum. Like, well, it's all Kensington and Chelsea, isn't it? But exactly. So that, does that mean because we don't live in that borough, we don't have access to that kind of... I hope not. They've, they've got something called um, Central Activity Zones as well um, that to attract diverse talent, business, innovation, tech and people from across the globe. That's They're called CAS Zones. Across the globe, but then they're giving, asking people for visa. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm done. But beautiful listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just um, Corey Defoe says, Dalston is a good ze- example of a successful 15-minute city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but we can still even though there. in that invite, so they, and I'm going to use this as an and as as an example of the culture, mm. they opened an Amazon Fresh in Dalston, right opposite Ridley Market. Mm. Yeah, for those of you on the clock at Ridley Market is like, you you know your grandma goes to the market and buys through and veg and get goes to the butchers and you know you travel there over on a saturday with a trolley yeah that is ridley market they put an amazon fresh right opposite amazon fresh is you got your amazon app on your phone you're scanning and then you just pick off the food off the shelf and you walk out but naturally lily what you got to remember is dalston now is a gentrified area yeah but the amazon fresh is closed now oh it's closed yeah, it didn't okay. even survive a year yeah because as much as you, it is a gentrified area, mm. even the people that are contributors to the gentrification, they're going there for the cultural experience. Mm. They want to go to the market. They want to go to the, you know, the, the hair shop or whatever. They don't want to walk into Amazon Fresh and, and pick up a vase water. Mm. 
So it, it just... Oh, for God's sake. So bougie. I know I'm bougie, but man. <laughs> she drinks muscle. <laughs> but you know what I tried to say? Yeah, yeah. It's, it is as much as you try and take the culture out of a, out of a, a place... There are reasons why people will be drawn to those areas. Mm. And I don't think it will work in London. And, and this, this, this is a report, beautiful listeners, that we're looking at to, to see what, you know, really a 15-minute city is. Mm. And what they have said is that individuals are happy to travel more than 15 minutes yeah. to have access to a mix, particularly with regards to job opportunities, a, aiming for a city-wide 15-minute ambitious it's a bit ambitious it really and it would, is. it's unrealistic and limiting for us that live in london because mm. that's the whole point of living in london that you can take a tube from here to brixton and have that brixton experience or yeah. take a tube from here to not notting hill and have that notting hill experience because what will become of these things like notting hill carnival and that they wouldn't be able to get rid of that They've, right. they've tried many a time to get yeah. rid of the annual carnival. There was one thing it says. It said the pan- pandemic has undoubtedly had an impact on the mix of different centres. While the travel pattern changed due to the pandemic is still evolving. Remote working, for example, seems to be here mm. to stay. This mm. may mean less people in and out of central London to for work purposes, which is true. So we've seen a big decrease in the population in the cities. I work in the city yeah. near enough. Um, quiet. On a Friday. Quiet, Friday yeah. is dead. Mm. On a Thursday though, it seems like Thursday's the new Friday. Everyone goes out after work to the pub or to yeah. the bar or whatever. That's more of a social element. So the, the travelling into work is still a thing, but now you've got the, so the hybrid working. Mm. People have the option to yeah. come into the office we'll and they will, home. yeah, but they will still come in for the social element because some yeah. people don't have anyone to socialise but those that they work with. Mm. And if you're just being restricted to your 15-minute zone, that is going to have quite a big impact on your on your social life. And then you got to think about things like the mental health. Mm. A lot of people that were locked in, mental health went right up, didn't it? So... Uh, Marcia says that they are already here, as we noticed, freedom mm. of movement gone, because I think eventually they will want to restrict movement of people, a bit like um, COVID, we was all in bubbles or whatever. So mm. let's hope. That, and, you know, when you go onto the .gov website, they give you very little information mm. about it, but they say, oh, go to your local authorities website and find out a bit more information oh, there and they are the place. ones that are organizing and trying to implement these 15 minute cities um yeah so everyone's saying that they're already here and um, one approved in the uk in 2016 so they've been here for as long as 2016 and i and on that note i'm not going to say the thought that just popped into my head mm. what i will say is um for those of you that have watched it or read the book not the maid. Handmaid's Tale. Ooh, because that that is uh I'm forever the conspiracy theorist. But that is the idea mm. of you know when you go when you have a certain population that are kept in one space and like you're saying, restriction restriction on travel. Movement, yeah. Um that that society was, you know, you was 
monitored when you clocked in. You was monitored when you clocked out. The only difference was they clocked out of the city to go shopping. So they would get permission to go into the city, the other places to go and shop and then to come back in. Um, so you do see evidence of these different dystopian places Popping in up books. Here. But someone's written it down. Then they're, like you said, 2016, the idea was already in play. And even George Orwell... Is it 1905? Oh, 1984. Oh, 19, is it 1984? Yeah. Well, we're past 1984, but it's looking likely, isn't it? Like, in the next 15... I might read that book again, actually. Years. Oh. It's, it's not going to happen. Mm. <laughs> but at least your big brother is watching. Yeah, always. Always. Big brother is but I don't, watching. I don't let it be... Okay. I, I don't make it a, a thing that fears you, because... If you then start thinking, oh, they're watching me, they're listening to my phone, the conversations there, you know, I felt like when I tapped my Oyster cards, the Oyster cards came out when I read that book. I was like, oh my gosh, they're tracking my <laughs> Like, and they are. They are. They're going to do, they're going to do. Because now that, can I just say something in that? They got rid of the Oyster because now you can do it on your actual card. On your phone, card. yeah. So they are tracking our movements. But they've been tracking our movements from... Day dot. Day dot. Mm. And and whichever way we want to look at it, we can either just get on with it and be a bit oblivious and be the conspiracy theorist, or we can allow these things to scaremonger us into not having any access to new tech, no to be scared, nothing. no autonomy, no freedom, because it, you'll either be a free a slave to the system or you'll be mentally enslaved because you'll forever be scared of what's the next thing to come. Mm, mm, that's true. That is true. Or we can fight against it and say no. When these, um, what they called, when they said that something for you to sign, petitions come along, we sign them. Mm. You know, our names will be on every... I signed something <laughs> once that my, I don't know what I was signing. I could have been signing my life away. But oh my like, yeah, we, our, our freedom of voice our freedom of speech our freedom of movement now mm. and this is what it's quite interesting because pop erica tulse hill she kind of agrees with it she says it would work if they made sure that everybody within 15 minutes had all the amenities they needed it would be a disgrace if some areas had better amenities yep. than others and we need proper shops proper gyms proper medical facilities mm. you've mentioned that earlier didn't you yeah and the moment everybody's talking about the 15-minute minute cities for people who have cars, but for people who have never really had the ability mm -hmm. to travel or have mobility issues to have everything at hand within 15 minutes exactly. of walking would be really great. What I don't understand is if this 15-minute city is just for the city centres and there really is going to be travel restrictions where you can't travel from one place to another beyond 15 minutes. Which is what you've been saying. Will you yes. be able to go from one borough to yeah. the next? Yeah. So the, the, And does that mean we'd, have, we'd be able to escape the city or would we be... Like, if I wanted to go to the countryside and live in the countryside and have a farm, mm, would I be allowed to do that? Yeah, but would I be well, allowed to? Well, look what they've done. I must say, beautiful listeners, that nothing's growing. I don't know what they've done to the soil with the snow or whatever. Nothing's growing this year. No, look, we're washed out. Rain. So are we going to go for another year with no harvest? Because wow. that's why it's cause and are. effect. Um, consumer, you drive up the prices because there's more demand. Mm. And there's we're seeing less and less. 
Although we go into the supermarket and think, oh, yeah, it's full. It's not really. Yeah, but that, that comes back to the whole visa situation. We don't produce anything here. Ooh. So you can't expect, I mean, people, potatoes and strawberries at a stretch, because even strawberries aren't even come from here. Then we get the Spanish strawberries. And they, but we don't produce anything here. So as much as we say there's nothing on the shelves, that's because of import-export. They're also... When you think of the 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 um, like strawberry picking and things like that, we we go strawberry picking every year. But last year, all of the produce was dying because there was no one there to pick it. Mm. So it's simple things like that. It's like there's a lot more to think about than just saying, "Oh yeah, you can walk 15 minutes to the shop." Who's actually going to put in the work to, like you say, harvest these things or or be the you know the 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 connection to the outside Ooh. when we do have to get those certain things on the shelves don't expect none of those little luxuries um nat says natalie hi darling nat says that they created 15 minute cities during the holocaust they were just called slums look how that turned out just there you saying. Go. so slums they're creating slums right there you go and that's what it is history has a habit of repeating itself she says every hundred years we do yes. we do a hundred year cycles. Jeez. There's there pandemics, whatever it is, there's a hundred year cycles. It, mm. Yeah, I agree with that. History does repeat itself. So, but we're not learning anything from it. What are we learning from history? <laughs> I'm not gonna say the next thing I was gonna say. Say it. Humans are stupid. <laughs> we're dumb. Or we they say that we are overlooked or overseen. Is that overseer? What's that? By one percent of the population that's controlling everything. I don't, I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. Who's in control? Is it the devil? Because it can't be. It can't be this. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can have the same. I don't know. I just. I just don't think as 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 a pop. As a species, I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah. We just don't have the common sense to un- to look at problems that have created been created in the past and think oh it didn't work then let's not try it again like like natalie said it's history repeating itself we've had a pandemic every hundred years we had um spanish flu we had pox we had loads of other things that we haven't learned Mm. from all of those instances so what makes us think that in another hundred years it's not going to happen again 15 minute cities were made after holocaust how long was the holocaust almost 100 years ago and yet we're going back into that same old same old same old but then we've got the the cheek to look at other civilizations and laugh at them when some of those other civilizations are still thriving yes yeah and just to let you know that someone said to me this week or last week, that common sense isn't so common. Oh, it's so we can't, really not. <laughs> we can't make oh, that no. statement, you it's know. Really not. And sadly, we find ourselves in these situations. Beautiful listeners, please, I, I implore you to go and do the research and see what kind of regime, that's in the words come up again naturally, Lily, because mm. they use that word regime for the visas, <laughs> and what kind of regime they've got us under, and how we've got to fight back against these things. Ulez. Like, can't pay, won't pay kind of thing. That's what they were, oh, were shaking. just accepted it. But you, when we accept it, a bit like the cashless society as well, when we accept these things, we will lose these things. And our voices as a collective 
is much more powerful than us saying nothing at all. Just saying. Just saying. Okay? Oh, wow, beautiful listeners. So in all that we've spoken about, we've spoken about how we can be millionaires. Okay? Um, Through four tips of Warren Buffett. What else have we spoken about naturally, Lily? We have spoken about the UK introduction of visa requirements for Dominican nationals visiting the UK. If you are planning on travelling from Dominica and you will arrive here before the 16th of August at 2.59pm, <laughs> then you can still come without a visa. But if you're coming any later, so 3.01pm on the 16th, forget it. You need to get in contact with Global VFS um, and book your appointment to ensure that you can travel on the visa you got to send them your passport as well, so yes. be careful. And um, pay 344 US dollars too. <laughs> $200. Yeah, so you need a visa to travel to the UK now. Yeah, don't forget we're posting into the chat box uh, um, Errol's show. He's, playing, uh, he's played about six shows already every single day, so check that out. As well as 15 Minute Cities and the impact that they may have on us if we remain silent. So we've got to speak up about these things and overturn what these people are trying to get us into. So finally, naturally, Lily, because we've so run out of time, we want to say thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in. And like we say, please, um, DJ Lara will be after us as well as uh, our um, J-Hope for his R&R show. And please check the schedules just to see what DJs are going to be going live every single day. So, um, Naturally Lily, our thought for today, please. The thought for today is you can't just sit there and wait for people to give you that golden dream. You've got to get out there and make it happen for yourself. That's right. So like I said, don't stay silent when it comes to certain things. If we want to have freedom of speech, if we want to have that freedom of movement, get out there and make it happen for yourselves. But that also when it comes to personal development as well, isn't it? Yeah, you have to, you can't wait around for someone to hand you it on a, on a silver platter. You've got to be um, proactive. And willing to say, do you know what? No, let me get off my tush and get out there and like this is Dinah Ross statement make it happen for yourself would you agree with that have you got that um what's her name what's that Mariah okay yeah do you want to hear that one you you, you gotta play that now you gotta make it happen okay well we'll play that because yeah that's what it's all about isn't it us us doing for ourselves and not really relying on handouts no not at all and one thing in saying that, like, um, a lot of people within inner cities mm-hmm. often rely on handouts, like freeness, yeah. freeness. It's and very true. Free isn't always the best, you know, beautiful listeners. And you can't, you can't complain when you get something for free. You have to just accept it between mm. gritted teeth. Whereas if you've actually put the work in, you can turn around and say, actually, that's not the work I put in for what you've given me. Mm. So you have to, if you, if you want anything, like the thing says, you can't expect that golden dream. It's not a basic dream, the golden dream. You have to get out there 
and make it happen for yourself. And with that being said, beautiful listeners, we thank you so much for tuning in to the Let's Talk Drive Time show. We will see you all next week with some more controversial topics. And yes, we love you all. Do stick around and we'll see y'all again soon. Take care, beautiful listeners. We'll see y'all on the other other side. side. Take care.